Hi, I'm Oki, and welcome to Tell Me About Your Book. Welcome back to another episode of Tell Me About Your Book. We're going to shift our books a little bit here while I talk to an amazing author by the name of Nikita Rogers. She's a, an author of a few books, actually, but more importantly, the one called Whisper of Witches. And it's it's the first book in a series, I think. But hi, Nikita. How are you today? Hi, I am good. It's a very cold Irish day here, so I am trying to warm myself up with a glass of wine but I'm fantastic how are you I'm good thank you I'm so (laughs) excited I'm talking to someone in Ireland so I'm really really giddy about it actually (laughs) it's a a cool place it is one of those things that people find interesting but honestly I live in the middle of nowhere so it's not that exciting (laughs) (laughs) but let's dive into your book because I'm not too familiar with witches books like this so I'm so I'm I'm all ears to hear everything about it can you go ahead and start with I guess we'll start with Whisper of Witches first yes well Whisper of Witches was my very it's my very first book it was my debut novel and it follows a journalist who writes for like a city newspaper and she is tasked with writing a silly article on the the witches of the countryside and she kind of isn't obsessed with this idea because she does not believe in magic. So she gets sent out and it turns out this story is a lot more to it. And it ends up there's murder and a murder mystery and a relic quest where they have to find relics. There, There's a little bit of magic in it, but it is underlying until the second book. Like she does not believe any of this stuff is happening. And it's just a fun adventure. I really, really enjoyed writing it. Did you always wanted to write a character that didn't believe in magic? That way, like us as readers can kind of go along with that ride or? That was my plan because I, I am a pagan. So I have been pagan since I was a very, very young girl. So I, I know all of the witchcraft history. There's a lot of history in this book and about the witch trials, the European ones. So I knew that was my subject. I'm I am well versed in magic and the lore and all that stuff. But I realized that not very many other people are gonna know that off the bat. So I thought having a character who doesn't believe in it from our modern day who is learning as the reader's learning is the perfect way to kind of introduce this new world with like a load of info dumping because there's nothing I hate more when I read than having a load of info dumping <laughs> at the start. I kind of like to learn with the character. Ah, I didn't realize that there's two different styles, like just info mm. dumping and learn as you go. I, that's, yeah. that's a great way to say it. I, For some reason, that didn't click to me until now you're telling me yeah. this. <laughs> Any more you can tell me about Whisper of Witches? Yeah, it, well, there's so, there's a lot of history in this book. Without it sounding like a history book, it's not. Ezra is the main other, like he's the male main character. He's kind of like a little bit of a love interest and he is an occult historian. So he knows everything that there needs to know about witches and he's from the witch's coven. He's the son of the high priest. Basically everything that Ezra tells Anna that happened to these witches in the past all happened in real life. So the real facts. Oh, wow. Which is funny because it's funny because my editor sent me 
uh, a note on it she says um because i say about how many people were tried and how many people died during the european witch trials and she says did you make this number up because i think it's way too high and i was like no that's a fact <laughs> <laughs> so everything all the history in it is real real happened and there are real stories that i've just given a character to uh-huh. which was really important to me. And it's something that my readers have said really affected them as well to know this actually happened and how horrific it was. And I think that's why it's really still close to my heart now because I just love all that history and trying to learn from our mistakes. I love that this book is not just like this entertainment about the two characters and more. It's based on these historical facts too. It makes yeah. it even better, I think. Yeah, well, that's what I love about it. <laughs> How did this all start that you wanted to write this book? It's funny, again, because I have been writing since I'm 33 now. I've been writing since I was 14. But it was not something I ever really had a chance to dig in deep and write a full length novel for. I was always writing short stories. I was always writing online. But I'm a full-time tattoo artist as well. So I have been writing I've been writing and trying to tattoo at the same time. I own my own business and have been have my own business. And then also trying to write never really correlated very well for me until the pandemic hit and I wasn't allowed to work for 18 months in this country. We were not allowed to go back to work. Oh, so wow. I had 18 months of nothing to do but write. And it was so therapeutic. I got up every morning. Me, well, I would say I made a cup of coffee. I probably drank wine, to be completely honest with you. Um, got wine, got stuck into my my right my story, and it. I didn't even have a plot. It just kind of started. I knew you wanted to write about witches, and I was just having fun. And in fifty six days, the first draft was finished. Oh wow! And it was completed, and I have I, honestly now looking back, I can't even tell you how it happened. It just happened, and it, it's. From having all that time off. It's kind of like you blacked out for 18 months. Kinda. Yeah, I think but it's like writing trauma. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a trauma response. <laughs> but it it catapulted into even more than one book. Um, mm. And you publish your second book fairly closely to Whisper of Witches. Um, your second book, Echoes of Magic, came out just recently yeah it was like in September yeah so the first one was like October 21 then I had the prequel which was actually released then at Easter time and oh, then that's right. okay. and then September was was the sequel so it's been three three books within a year a year of each other yeah that's crazy like, you know, yeah, that's know. so cool <laughs> did you approach this as wanting it to be a series from the get-go or it just kind of manifested itself yeah I mean I actually originally planned it on being a geology and then um if I knew the first one because of how it ends it kind of has a bit of a cliffhanger not really it it finishes the first story but leaves it open for the second one I didn't want to leave readers with a cliffhanger they were going to be annoyed at me for so (laughs) I knew it was going to be at least a geology um and I had zero plans of doing a prequel it just so happened that my best friend whenever she read Whisper, really, really loved the story of the old witches because they, in the first one, they follow the clues of the old witches in 1588 left to find their old magic. And she wanted to know how that happened. And I was like, I should probably know how this happened. (laughs) So I went back and I wrote the prequel specifically for her. It's 
about half the size so it's only I think about 50 to 60,000 words that's how that one came about and then now once I finished Echoes I realized no this is going to be a series (laughs) do you know how many you're wanting this to be now at this point now that you've published Echoes I think now um the, the main series the Whisper series in itself is three books long so we have Screams of the Damned, which is the prequel, so it's separate. And then you have the three book series, which is Whisper of Witches, Echoes of Magic, and then the next one that's going to come out. And then there's two characters that you meet in Echoes of Magic, and I'm going to think I'm going to do a spin-off series based off them. So that's going to be fun. That's Ezra's sister. She is uh, a new recruit for, they're like witchy bounty hunters that kind of are part of the coven. And they're going to have their own series filled with going after cursed objects and villains and stuff so I think that will be really fun and I want to get stuck into it soon because they're they're two of my favorite characters in in that book it sounds like a lot of action in the new set of series with Ezra's sister that's exciting (laughs) she's so cool she's so cool and his mom has the same hair as me I totally got my hair done to match his mom like I'm I'm that kind of girl (laughs) I'm so immersed in the stories now I love hearing that others are really immersed in it. I think that's so cool. How was your publishing from the get-go since it was during pandemic and stuff? Yeah, I mean, it was hard because I was only writing for the love of writing at the start. I had zero interest in publishing it until I realized I had something that people actually liked. I went out to friends and then some better readers and people actually really enjoyed it. And I was like, damn, okay, I might release this. I decided then to go down this uh, the self-publishing route because traditional traditional anything has never really interested me. I mean, you just need to take one look at me to realize I'm like the least traditional person on the planet. So <laughs> I was like, I want to go self-publish. I'm a control freak. I can't give up control. So we are too much alike. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so hard to give over your baby to someone else to like, have all that control and I just can't do that but it was a brand new learning process it's a new set of tools there's one thing with writing a book and there's another thing with knowing the industry knowing what uh, your cover needs to look like to match the brand and match the genre your advertising how do you format a book like I didn't even realize these were things I had to think about and I had to spend a lot of time between writing the first and second one learning how to do all this and it was a big learning curve I mean whenever my editor sent me stuff back I didn't even know how to implement those changes (laughs) (laughs) it was a big learning curve for me but I finally got it done which made the second one easier and I'm happy I went down that route um, I was just seeing an author today for a glass of wine and she goes down the, the traditional route and she, it's so much easier. Yes. But again, I, I can't give this up. Is that your control, baby. So yeah. I'd rather give myself work. Right. Yeah. This is your, your gold, your heart here. Let's talk yeah. a little bit about the cover because I love your covers. It's, you guys have to see it. I think it's, it's, I don't want to say the word cute. It's cute, but it's also kind of clever. Like it's, yeah, I'm obsessed with those covers. See, the thing is, I knew whenever I was writing this book or any of my books that because I am an artist at heart and I draw every day, I have went to art college, I have degrees. I knew I was going to have, I needed a good cover because I could not look at that book and have like a cover I was not happy with. I also cannot do any type of digital art. So I mean, I couldn't personally <laughs> do it either. 
So I hunted and hunted to find a cover artist that was going to do what I wanted. It might not be to everyone's taste, but I love the detail in it. And I actually found her through, do you know, I'll create the the book subscription books no oh yes um, yes yeah. yeah well she did some of the character art for that and I found her name and looked her up and it just so happened that she had just opened up her commissions again and I was like yes fine. <laughs> and she agreed to do it for me it was super expensive but probably the best money I've ever spent in my life and every time she sent me a progress shot of each of these covers I literally just fell on the floor I love that you found you found a good relationship with a cover artist, especially if you continue writing more and more. It's almost yeah. like you found your gold on that on that aspect. So you do, <laughs> and I think you have to have these good relationships with the people you are because they, as much as you're paying them and they're doing you a service, you want them to feel comfortable to tell you, "Listen, I think I have this idea better," and you want them to have fun doing it as well. So whenever my cover artist for my second one. I got to know her a bit more and I sent her out like a pre doing my cover box, which was like full of sweeties and comfy socks and like hair ties <laughs> <laughs> and, and like hot chocolate and being like, you're going to need these <laughs> because here are my ideas. <laughs> so it took you a while and to kind of like sweeten them up to not hit you for everything you're going to put them through, you know? <laughs> um, what can you tell me more about you as an author? I know that's a weird question. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) there's so many ways this could go. No, I'm I'm very simple. According to all my other uh, author friends, they're all plotters, so they will plot everything out. And me, I kind of know where my start and my middle and my end are going to be, like vaguely. And then I just kind of write until it feels like the scene's done. I'm not one of these people that has to write out, this happens in every single chapter and this beat needs to be, he needs to say this. I have no idea when I start writing what kind of mood my characters are going to be in, which is fun. It keeps it interesting for me, but I know that's not the way a lot of other people do either. So I'm quite strange in that regard. But I think it's because I've been writing for so long that I don't really need to plot the one because I can kind of already mentally know where it's going. But yeah, I'm quite simple, I think. So your second book, Echoes of Magic, what's the what's the main difference from from your first one to the second one? What changes do we see? Do you know, actually, it's funny because this, I, I, I always say that before I start saying something, it's funny, but it is funny. Um, <laughs> the second one, Echoes, is so different from Whisper of Witches. And that kind of freaked me out for a while because everyone loved the the history aspect of Whisper of Witches and the the vibes of it. It's very like, I mean, there is murder in it, but it is quite sweet. And the, there's hardly any magic in it. It's all underlying. And in the second one, it is all magic. I can't say anything too much about it because it will spoil the first one. But um, (laughs) there's so much more magic. Anna realizes this is actually real, like what is going on. And we see magic on page. There's a lot less history and a lot less adventure and more dark. It's it's a lot darker of a book. So I was freaked out thinking the people who are going to love the first one might not like the second one. And people who thought the first one was okay really like the second one. So it's everyone's preference. But I wanted to do something different, especially when she realized magic was real. And that opened so many doors of being able to like show that world and how my magic system works. And things I wasn't able to do in the first one because we were inside Anna's head where she didn't believe it. And now anything is possible. So I kind of like to run with that. I like that. 
Do you have other characters also that don't believe in the magic? In this world, is there is it truly just kind of half and half, or or just yeah? A few? Well, the witches in my world, they are well. Ezra and his mom, she owns the witch shop, so to the outside world, it just looks like a normal occult witch shop. That you know, it's the religion of it, the stuff I practice, and but really, it is a whole actual real magical world, but it's kept hidden. And you can't, like, no human really knows about it. And Anna only finds out, I can't tell you how she finds out, but she finds <laughs> out a way she was not supposed to. The only other person who doesn't believe in it or doesn't know is it is her best friend, but she's not faced oh. with any of this. Because it's a job thing for Anna, it's like she has to go for her journalist job. Her best friend has no idea that any of this is going on. So Anna is really the only person that gets thrown into the deep end. Oh, Okay. That's exciting. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you for giving me this look into this world, and especially with Anna. I think it's a really, really exciting book to to kind of immerse yourself in. Um, where can we get your books, Nikita? Um, well, the, the first one you can get on Amazon. You can get through Barnes & Noble. If you're in the UK, you can get them through Waterstones. Basically, any on, online or in-store book place will do the first one the second one the second one I think you can only get on Amazon at the minute because I am really lazy and I haven't <laughs> I haven't put them up on uh, on wide yet both the prequel and the, and the sequel will be up but the first one's up basically everywhere but I will hold myself to that I'll write it down <laughs> <laughs> um, well I'm definitely gonna hold you on to that <laughs> <laughs> Well, I want to say thank you for sitting down and talking to me today about this world that you've created, but also including the history, the, the historical facts in it, because it just makes it even livelier and even more exciting. You're and so you, welcome. Yeah. And <laughs> I honestly, I love talking about it so much. The history of what happened to those people are, is really, really close to my heart. I mean, I live in a place that's steeped in that history. And I love teaching people about it. And it's not just a Halloween costume. There's a um, whole history there of, of people that went through terrible things. And it does my heart good to let people be reminded of that in a fun way. <laughs> right. But definitely in a in a like a really entertaining educational way too. I yeah. I really respect that. Any last minute thing that you wanna tell us? Yeah, um, well, I, I do, do have a couple of things coming up this year. Obviously, working on the last book. I have a title for it. Do you want to hear what the title of the yes, last book is? Yes. No one else knows. It's called <laughs> Songs of Sorcery. So, yeah, so all of, this, all of the books have, like, audible words. So you have screams, whisper, echoes, and then the last one's going to be songs, Songs of Sorcery. So I'm oh, currently clever. trying to get that done. I've got two anthologies I'm writing for next year. And I've got some book signings. I'm actually going to be in Florida for the Book Scouts and Crimes event. There's going to be like a, a formal ball. And my husband is like not into fantasy at all. So don't tell him. But he's <laughs> going to have to go dressed up as a fairy, which I think is very funny. Oh so, my gosh, that is <laughs> too have cool. no idea. So I have lots of stuff coming up that way. So how can people keep touch with you with Instagram or TikTok? Like, what do you do? I'm not a Facebook girly. I've tried Facebook and it's just not for me. But TikTok is where I'm at. Like if there's a cool sound, 
I will be on that trend. So <laughs> I'm uh, there. <laughs> there I am, Nikita Rogers author, all one word. And then on Instagram, I am on Instagram, but I'm not professional. So <laughs> I have my Instagram print. It's a basically my life of books, tattoos, cats, and food. So if you like <laughs> any of those things, <laughs> you can come find me there. And I will always say hello if you want to pop into my messages. I like saying hello to people. So don't be scared. <laughs> Ooh. See, you've you've opened the door. You've opened yeah, the floodgates. Oh, my here. handle for there is at Nevermore Inc. Like N E V E R Nevermore. It's an egg girl I'm posting. So, <laughs> oh, so cool. Well, thank you again for coming by and just giving me this this exciting light into your world. I I don't know what else to say except that you have to come back once you have Songs of Sorcery out and. Beyond that, because now that I know, now that I know the title before other people, <laughs> I know I haven't told anyone else. The only other people people who know about the the title is my editor and my husband. So you're the first to know. <laughs> oh my gosh, you have no idea how like exciting this is for me. This is why I do this because I get to what? I get to stalk all get all the inside scoop from people. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, well, thank you again, Akita. I will let you go, and you have a wonderful day. That way, you go back to to Anna and her world, and you yes. have a wonderful day. Thank you. You have a great day too. Thank you so much for taking the time to speak to me. Yes. I really appreciate it, and I appreciate everybody who does this for authors. It's not easy out there, and you you do help us with this stuff. And it's lovely to contact people and make new friends. That's yes, why I love. Absolutely. Thank you. Okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this episode of Tell Me About Your Book. All the other information from this episode will be in the show notes. Please support indie authors as well as indie bookstores. And of course, the other podcasts, Books, Cats, and Snacks, where me and Caddy talk about all things books and, well, her cats too. See you then. Bye. Bye.